The Wonderful Wizard of Oz by Elfling Baum, Chapter 17. How the Bloom was launched. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or as a volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Wonderful Wizard of Oz by Elfling Baum, Chapter 17. How the Bloom was launched. For three days, Dorothy heard nothing from Oz. These were sad days for the girl, although her friends were quite happy and contented. The scarecrow told them there would be wonderful thoughts in her head, but he could not say what they were because he knew no one could understand but himself. When the Tid Woodman walked about, he felt his heart rattling around in his breast, and he told Dorothy he had discovered it to be kinder and more tender heart than the one he had owned when he was made of flesh. The lion declared he was afraid of nothing on earth, and gladly faced an army or a dozen of fierce colliders. Thus, each other little party was satisfied, except Dorothy, who longed more than ever to get back to Kansas. On the fourth day, to her great joy, Oz sent for her, and when she entered the throne room, he greeted her pleasantly. Sit down, my dear. I think I have found a way to get you out of this country. And back to Kansas? asked eagerly. Well, I'm not sure about Kansas, said Oz, for I haven't the faintest notion which way it lies, but the first thing to do is to cross the desert and then it should be easy to find your way home. How can I cross the desert? she inquired. Well, I'll tell you what I think, said the man. You see, when I came to this country, it was in a balloon. You also came through air, being carried by a cyclone, so I believe the best way to get across the desert will be through the air. Now, it is quite beyond the palace to make a cyclone, but I've been thinking the matter over, and I believe we can make a balloon. How? asked Dorothy. A balloon, said Oz. It is made of silk, which is coated with glue to keep the gas in. I have plenty of silk in the palace, and there will be no trouble to make a balloon. But all this country, there is no gas to fill the balloon with, to make it float. If it won't flow, remarked Dorothy, it will be no use to us. True, answered Oz. But there is another way to make it float, which is to fill it with hot air. There isn't as good as gas for... If the air should get cold, the balloon would come down to desert, and we should be lost. We? exclaimed the girl. Are you going with me? Yes, of course, replied Oz. I'm tired of being such a humbug. If I should go to the palace, my people would soon discover I'm not a wizard, and then they'd be vexed with me for having to see them. So I have stayed shut up in these rooms all day, and it gets tiresome. I'd much rather go back to Kansas with you, and... Be in a circus again. I should be glad to have your company, said Dorothy. Thank you, he answered. Now, if you will help me sew the silk together, we can begin to work on our balloon. So Dorothy took a needle and thread, and as fast as Oz could cut the strips of silk into proper shape, the girls sewed them neatly together. First, there was a long strip of light green silk, then a strip of dark green, then a strip of emerald green. For Oz, had a fancy to make this balloon in different shades of the color of them. It took three days to sew all the ships together, but when it was finished, they had a big bag of green silk, more than 20 feet long. Then Oz painted it on the outside with a coat of thin glue to make it airtight, after which he announced that the balloon was ready. But we must have a basket to ride in, he said. So he sent the soldier with the green whiskers for big clothes baskets. Then he fastened many ropes to the bottom of this balloon. When it was all ready, Oz sent word to his people that he was going to make a visit to a great brother wizard who lives in the clouds. The news spread rapidly through the city, and everyone came to see the wonderful sight. 
Oz ordered the balloon to be carried out in front of the palace, and the people gazed upon it with much curiosity. The Tin Woodman had chopped a big pile of wood, and now he made a fire of it. And Oz held the bottom of the balloon over the fire so the hot air that arose from it would be caught in the bin bag. Gradually, the balloon swelled out and rose in the air until finally the basket just touched the ground. Then, Oz got into the basket and said to the people in a loud voice, I am going away to make a visit. While I am gone, the scarecrow will rule over you. I command you to obey him as you would me. The balloon by this time tugging hard at the rope that held to the ground, for the air within was hot, and this made it so much lighter in weight than the air without, that it being pulled hard to rise into the sky. Come, Dorothy, cried the wizard. Hurry up, or the balloon will fly away. I, I can't find Toto anywhere, replied Dorothy, who did not wish to leave her little dog behind. Toto had run into the crowd to bark at a kitten, and Dorothy at last found him. She picked him up and ran towards the balloon. She was within a few steps of it, and Oz was holding out his hands to help her into the basket, when crack went the ropes, and the balloon rose into the air without her. Come back, she screamed. I want to go too. I can't come back, my dear, called Oz in the basket. Goodbye. Goodbye, shouted everyone, and all the eyes were turned upward to where the wizard was riding in the basket, rising every moment farther and farther into the sky. And that was the last of any of them ever saw Oz, the wonderful wizard. So he may have reached Omaha safely and be there now, for all we know. But the people remembered him lovingly and said to one another, Oz was always a friend. When he was here, here, he built us this beautiful Emerald City, and now he is gone, he has left the wise scarecrow to rule over us. Still, for many days they grieved over the loss of the wonderful wizard and would not be comforted. End of chapter 17